You're listening to the first episode of Other Animals, a podcast series where we interview fans of your favorite obscure pony musician, so great and powerful. In this episode, Bobby and Adia interview me, Daniel. Bobby is a musician who has actively participated in this great and powerful community for a long time, and Adia and I have collaborated on the So Great and Powerful documentary and a couple other projects since then. In this episode, which was recorded on Friday, November 13th, 2020, the three of us talk about the So Great and Powerful documentary and discuss our involvement in the community, as well as our experiences with music and bubble tea. There's a lot of laughter, and it's a good time. So here we go. So my name is Daniel. Um, pronouns are he, him, and I'm located in Hong Kong. Cool. Sweet. How is it over there right now? It's nice. Um, there's no, there's basically no winter here, so the weather's really nice. Oh, really? Oh, sick. It's how not... does that? How does that work? Yeah. Some places only are hot sometimes. Yeah, the closer you get to the equator. That's not fair, though. Some places get, like, more seasons than others, you know? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, Hong Kong's actually further south than Florida. Oh! Really? Oh my god. Yeah. Double Florida. Yeah. So, how did you discover So Great and Powerful? Okay, um, I think the first time I ever heard one of his songs was um, in one of those YouTube videos where somebody draws something. Oh, a speed draw. Yeah. And it was in the background. Uh, it was Pinkie Pie Swear. The song Pinkie Pie Swear. Oh. And so like the SCAP had... uh, remix? Um, like uh, Pinkie Pie Swear is so great and powerful remix. The song was in the background. Uh, I don't think it was a remix, but yeah, it's um, it was the Pinkie Pie song from Standard. Or Marvel. Flutter Wonder. <laughs> no, it was, no. Um, it was Pinkie Pie Swear. The you know party fountain little tea. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I had to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i had the mp3 of that song on my phone for like three years before i went out and decided to find out who so great and powerful actually was did you Real? youtube mp3 download it from the speed paint i think i actually got it from mediafire oh okay because it was linked in the description and oh. that was the only time i saw so great and powerful's channel while it was still up it was in 2013. wow okay so you grabbed the one song from his channel and then like just didn't think twice about it for like the next three years yeah wow hmm. that's Crazy. cool <laughs> uh-huh what compelled <laughs> you to like come back and uh like rediscover everything um yeah i think it was like late 2016 or something and i was kind of moving away from the whole my little pony fandom i was listening to that song again pinkie pie swear and i realized it's like the one my little pony song that like it was really really good <laughs> you know it like captured the essence of like what i liked about the fandom 
So like you were purging your brony music and then that one just stuck? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very great and powerful. And that's when I found the archive and like the Tumblr archive and the YouTube archive and so great and powerful.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like something happened here. <laughs> something big. <laughs> well, that's cool. Do you know that same speed draw like nowadays, like what it is? Um, I think it was by Death Pony, if I remember correctly. Oh, cool. I haven't looked at their account in a long time. We can find it and uh, link it in the description if people want yeah. to see it or if it's still up. Yeah. It will be there. Well, that's cool. So having rediscovered all these SCAP tracks or having discovered them for the first time, going through the archives... And having had all these songs sit with you, uh, which is your favorite and why? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you had like a month to prepare for this, okay? I did, I did. But <laughs> it's just such a tough question. Why? How can I possibly pick a, a favorite? Um, I think Space Pony, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I, I keep coming back to. That eight minutes, like... Right. Yeah. It's a it's a bit of a journey. It's a journey. It's yeah. very fun. I was listening to that recently and like sometimes I forget how amazing that song is like uh I also Aww. like listening to the individual ones cuz I think they're like slightly different and have like different intros or whatever like I think Galaxy has like a slightly different intro mm. or something yeah. but yeah, I love Space Pony. I think it's super good. Yeah. I was it still brings me to tears sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it's just like, there's so much like um, awe and wonder at the beauty of the world and the universe. Which part of Space Pony is your favorite? Um, Night Glider. Just the, yeah. the yeah. intro. I love that one. Yeah. That one's really gentle. It feels mm -hmm. like they're kind of gently carrying you on the night breeze into the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing I really, really like about all of Great and Powerful's music is that, that gentleness and the kind right. of, yeah, sense of wonder. Um, I, I really can't think of anywhere else where you hear that, that soft, gentle kind of voice. Um, yeah. Mm. It's a very particular type of voice. Yeah, very like sensitive. A... Mm. Yeah. Like vulnerable almost. Lowercase voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of like a like a lullaby almost, but not as mm, uh what is it? Intended for sleep so much as peace. Yeah, yeah, like I was a saying lullaby. I haven't slept to Escat before. <laughs> <laughs> because I have. Yeah, very calming, very soothing. That's great. <laughs> but also that it's like a male voice and mm -hmm. that's one thing i wanted to touch on because um like is this gonna be a hot take hot take from it... daniel no i don't know Daniel's... it's not hot take time but... <laughs> okay um i just feel like it's not very often you get like such gentleness from like male people and <laughs> popular culture most of the time it's like 
there's this really gentle side to masculinity which you you don't see really good right. point and that he's willing to share that kind of vulnerable tone with you kind of feels like a private experience yeah yeah exactly i think that's that might be part of the reason why it seems like a lot of people feel like he's like the best bruni musician i think it he like really embodies like um like the show and the fandom and just like all the good parts of it you know like mm. and it's very uh vulnerable at times too you know like and the show is also emotional i don't know like <laughs> it's all uh, <laughs> it's all good it's all very good stuff yeah yeah it's like um like i was saying earlier he he just kind of embodies what the fandom represented to me which was a lot of like you know young adult men showing a more vulnerable side which yeah at the time i mean it was kind of like repulsive to a lot of people um like it was on fox news it was on <laughs> i mean is that really saying anything? <laughs> and all these like i don't know maybe mainly conservative people were talking about how like repulsive it is <laughs> men are showing their sensitive side and like to me that was just like as a 12 year old at the time or like 13 year old i was really young when the brony fandom took off but it was so inspiring to me that that like men could like cartoons <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah and be open yeah. about it yeah Sure. That is a really good and thorough explanation, even though like it wasn't exactly prepared all the way. Good job putting your feelings into words. Thanks. I, I did think about this a lot. Oh, okay. Over the years. Mm. Over the countless hours of escap lyric memorization training. Exactly. I thought about this. So then, yeah. <laughs> over the course of these years, do you have a favorite memory that you've adapted with SGAP, So Great and Powerful, however people are saying it these days? <laughs> um, I caught myself. A favorite memory? Yeah, like, okay associated with, with the music. Oh, um... So many memories. I, I gotta think to like choose one. Just say them all if you have any. Just like say yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. I guess it's opening up time. Um, I it. Well, I told you already that I discovered like so great and powerful, and like really got into him when I was um like sixteen, seventeen late 2016 and that time was um like a really tough time for me i was doing really badly in school and uh, i actually ended up dropping out of high school and i was like kind of floating in this kind of uncertain time where i really didn't know what i was doing with myself um you know, I wasn't even sure I would be able to go to college. Um, 
which in my family would be really bad. Right. Uh, so I spent like a, like a year and a half just not really knowing what I was doing with myself. I didn't have a job. I wasn't going to school. I was basically a neat. <laughs> and um, it was that period when I really fell in love with Sigrid and Powerful. And I spent a lot of time just like going for long walks around the neighborhood, just wandering and um, and listening to like all of his music and memorizing all the lyrics and <laughs> just, you know, like listening to everything I could find. And it, it was comforting during that really scary time. Yeah, kind of definitely... shared a... Oh, sorry, you first. Oh, yeah. It's definitely music that you can, like, um, really attach to and, like, let it uh, take you over if you need something. Like, you know, it's very comforting music. And I think it's helped a lot of people through a lot of hard times, which is like, um, I think that's probably very common for most people that uh, would say that they're a fan of him, you know? Yeah, definitely. During that vulnerable point in your life, you know, you were talking earlier about how uh, So Great and Powerful was very vulnerable, you know, when singing uh, Night Glider and how you were kind of impressed that, you know, a, a male singer wasn't, you know, isn't usually doing that in their music. Almost, it almost seems as if um, your vulnerability and his vulnerability was kind of like, you synergized with that, you know? Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Like, I'm at peace with myself. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Not to tell you how you've, you feel that this is a guesstimate. Yeah, I think that's kind of true. Like, um, you know, in a way, like, the... It kind of there's this there's always not just for men but like for men and women there and anyone in between there's always this um like a pressure to cover up your emotions and like hide any source of vulnerability mm-hmm. and you know seeing some maybe hearing someone that vulnerable allowed helped allow help me allow myself to also be vulnerable and have emotions. See, you worded that way better. Okay, I'm glad that made sense. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing that with us, by the way. That's very personal. Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very personal music. Yeah. For sure. It seems like uh, do the ones that you resonate with the most like are they from a like his stuff past the standard model like S two and stuff like what are your, uh, what are the tracks that 
you would like zone out to the most, I guess, you know, like, or was it just all of them? It was just all of them. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's just like a universe of like soothing <laughs> music. Even the standard model, like, even though it doesn't have like song lyrics, it feel has the same kind of what feeling. What do you mean? It doesn't deep, deep, wide bell wonder. Like <laughs> that's not a lyric enough for you. On my own has some lyrics going on, right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But yeah, I see what you're saying. But what it is about still like very calming oh. music and comforting music, and even if there's no lyrics in the standard model. Yeah, it's very fun. It's very playful. When I think of the, the standard model, it's like playful and kind of reckless. It's like you're at Legoland. That's yeah. what it sounds like. I miss that about brony music from like 2012 to 2014. It's very playful, optimistic, was like coming up with theories about characters and where their stuff would go. Like later Brony music was good too, but it was mostly like, we're done. It was good. I got to move on. Or like, I miss those years, you know, like, like you were saying earlier about like the sort of playful innocence of Pinkie Pie swear. Like it, that first album, like, really captures the first few years of the brony fandom yeah totally absolutely like season one and two but of course it's mainly season one (laughs) but i think a lot of the brony music that came out in that era like um has like a kind of magical vibe to it like it just seems so uh out of this world like I think it's because they were they were limited and they only had like the first season or two to make things out of. Um and the first two seasons are like um whether you like them more than the other ones like you know they're definitely the most like innocent and uh unaltered by any like any uh self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Vanilla my Little Pony, as Lauren Faust right. intended. Right. Exactly, yeah. And most of SGAP's music is like S1 and S2, and then other stuff. <laughs> so, those are definitely my favorite seasons, and, uh, like, I don't know, a lot of SGAP's classic tracks are on, like, Standard Model and S2. Like, those are all amazing songs except for what went wrong but whatever (laughs) what went wrong is good derby's my favorite i clicked on that video i was like so happy that she had her own song like based off of the like (laughs) less than 30 seconds of voice line she had in the show i like i can't tell you how much that thrilled me like they gave her the pogo treatment yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Great stuff. Or you may think about that song 
in general. It was cool at the time. <laughs> Definitely. So, what is your favorite album theme slash sound? Um, what does that mean? Sorry. Um, oh no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't write this. I didn't write this one. It kind of it kind of segues <laughs> into what we were already talking about, but like you know, standard model is like season one theme, right? Yeah. S two is like it's got some lyrics going on. It's a little different. Space ponies like completely original, sort of. Right. Yeah. Those are probably the big three. The, the big standard three. model S two and space pony. Yeah, and then there's like the singles and the collabs and the rest, the, rest. <laughs> the scattered, lost files across the internet. Oh yeah, yep, like a constellation. Yeah. Exactly. So do you like pogo flavor SJP? Do you like lyric flavor with a little pogo at the end? Or like full um, on other samples from other shows. I really like the era when he got into Destroyer. And um there's this little group of like um I remember the, the thumbnails on YouTube were pictures of album like a vinyl something. Oh the dashy were, thing? Mm-hmm. Null set record? Dashy Nolse Records, yeah. Yeah. Dashy, Sorceress Girl, and um, one other, I think, Mother Nature's Son. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the ones that are not on any sort of album? I mean, those are, those ones in particular are heavily inspired by Destroyer, I think. And. Dashy, definitely. Yeah. And. Those feel like an album to me, even though they're like not really. They're like half an album. Maybe it's because they're all on the same uh, CD that uh, was made by <laughs> Rainy Otter. Mm. That is true, right? Do you ever listen to those like on CD? Because I have like two sets of the SCAP CDs. But... I have CDs too, but I don't. Listen to the CDs. Do you mean you have like all four of the glass cases and then you have another set of all four? (laughs) No, I have a. Like she did a run. She did two runs of them. So I have one of the first runs and then like the second run. And the second run, there's like slight differences. That's like (laughs) hardcore. What was the difference? (laughs) Um. I think she just used like different materials or something <laughs> when making them for like the covers <laughs> or something. I don't know. This it is didn't matter. Edition. The first one only like less than 50 <laughs> were made and it's a different type of case quality and there's the different art and the songs are in a different order. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um It's like that Simpsons guy from the Simpsons, the comic guy. Uh, you know him? No, but I'll pretend I do. 
I have the first run of CDs. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good in the documentary, right? No, no, no. I'm sorry. You go, go. Yeah. Um, they were mine in the documentary, yeah. Made by Rainy. Or Shout Amelia. out, Rainy. Shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of CDs, um, I have uh, another memory that I wanted to share. Oh, from yeah. That same 2016-17 period when I was out of school, I spent a lot of time making like my own CDs of Sugar and Powerful's music. What? And, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> oh. Did you do yeah, um, your own art? Did you like take it from YouTube rips and like, that's, tell. Yeah, I basically. Tell the class. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I made my own art. I put the MP3s on the CDs. Um, it was like, yeah, like I, I made the packaging out of paper and cardboard. Um, Did you ever post these online? I feel like I might have seen these or something. I did, yeah. Did you They're post on the, on the subreddit? Reddit? Yeah, yep. I definitely saw that then. This is totally that, ringing yeah. a bell. Um, that's and so sweet. I also, I made a whole bunch of them and sent them out to random people for Aww. free. <laughs> oh. So there are three runs of these. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby doesn't yeah. have one of them. I have to um, collect all of them now. <laughs> yeah, I sent one to DMC. I sent one to Rain Snow Hail. Sweet. I think I sent one to um, Cave Pony. And there are a few others. Um, I know Cave Pony. Yeah. Really cute. Will we ever see the art on it? Like, I'm not remembering the post off the top of my head if you already put it in the subreddit. If you scroll back far enough, you'll see it. Okay. <laughs> Fun it's fact, a treasure I hunt. think. Amelia, like, took inspiration from one of my designs oh, for oh, her sweet. design. So I feel like I'm part of that history. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're part of SCAP history now. Yeah. Well, you especially are, because for anybody listening that doesn't know, um, Daniel headed up the documentary. Yeah. Everyone clap. <laughs> yeah. You've you've made an impact on the fan base. Oh god, wow. I said the word fan yes. base. No. The SCAP fandom. No. <laughs> no. What's wrong with fan base? Oh well, you know, it's got the, the SCAP community. Now. Uh yes, it that's does? what we call it now. Well, when, remember in like 2011 and people were like, I'm in this fandom. Oh my god, fandoms are my life, you know? And then we all got like brony burnout. Like we all at the same time understood yeah. what it meant to have too much of a good thing. And we're like, oh, yeah, fandoms are not great. <laughs> 2015, I think the fandom really took a plummet. And everyone started uh, to like separate into different small groups. Yeah. One of them being the server, the so great and powerful Discord server. 
other which you can go to it's called at the time. other animals is the old name and the new oh. name is is way better <laughs> it is captive unicorns to reflect the new tracks that came out a few months ago but check out the description and join the discord and then you can understand who all of these people are yeah. that we're talking about and, like, <laughs> and talk well, with them and if you do then you get to tell us your favorite donut which is the customary is true. greeting and then That's you can the be on the podcast <laughs> true we want everyone true. on the server on the podcast uh we'll get there eventually yeah <laughs> You need a mic, though. That's mm. the only rule. <laughs> okay, maybe there's a few more rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh <my> God. <laughs> so, for, for the next thing that I'm going to ask you now that I am gracefully segueing into, uh, we were just talking about the documentary. Um, what so what led you to making that um okay i think the main like the main inspiration was a, a documentary contest um that i i think i got an ad for or something it was to make a five minute documentary on an artist that you love and immediately i thought it was so great and powerful <laughs> of course mm -hmm. um and I thought, wouldn't it be great to interview some people for the Discord server that I've been a part of for such a long time and actually make a documentary about So Great and Powerful, which, like, to my knowledge, hadn't been done before. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it grew into something a lot bigger than that. Than a documentary? Or, oh, a lot bigger no. than... Than the five minutes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm like, is it not a documentary? <laughs> it's a, I'm sorry, that was my bad. I didn't yeah. know you, you did that off an ad. Yeah. Um, it was my first like couple months in college, and I just wanted to do something. I wanted to make something. Right. Didn't you care what it was. It. Yeah. And, that's super cool. Yeah. Sorry if I interrupted you. I think what happened after that was I interviewed like three people, which was huge for me because I don't normally, I've never, I'd never interviewed people before that. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to organize all that. Who'd you interview the first three people? Um, I think Bobby was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And then yeah. Uh and then and then Ember. And then and then Ron, who is my neighbor, who <laughs> I introduced to Escap. <laughs> we should have done in, a... in uh America, which is where I was going for college. Okay. We should have done a, a live action segment when we met up, Daniel. Because <laughs> um, I think we met up before the documentary came out. Um, 
We did, yeah. Back in DC, in DC, um, which was a great that time. Was, <laughs> it was. We did the null set with our hands, <laughs> which is My a gosh. hilarious thing to do for an SCAT meetup, and we have to do it um, for the eventual TrotCon. 2021 SCAT meetup, which will happen. The coronavirus will not stop us. Ugh. We're gonna all have masks on and uh, crowd together in a hotel room and listen to SCAP on a Bluetooth speaker, and it's gonna be great. Man, I wish I could be there. <laughs> but yeah, we should have recorded when we were to- when we were together in the same place. But I like the iconic uh, Skype interview. Where I am at the mall, in the <laughs> yeah. VR session. Yeah, what was walking the around the mall behind that? The what? Why the mall? I was wondering that. Oh, I'm like well, what I, uh... made them think like, oh, this would be a perfect spot. <laughs> well, I was out playing DDR, and uh, and Daniel was like, "Yo, is this a good time?" And I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> and I just like got on my phone. <laughs> Cause it totally was a good time. Like I, uh, I I'm having out. a good time. I don't know about <laughs> you. And, it, and the footage came out great, so I'm I'm totally fine with uh, mm-hmm. not being at my house. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's cool. So you had already done the interviews before you met in person. Um, yeah. No, actually. I th- no? You, you did mine before so, no. we met in person, we... right? No. It was after. Really? We met in person, like, just before my first year in college started. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> it changes a little. Mm. Yeah, it changes a little, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that would make sense why you wouldn't film for it. If we were together in the same place. Because mm-hmm, I didn't even think of making the documentary at the time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would totally make sense. What are yeah, some stuff? That was stuff... a while ago then. Oh. Yeah. What are, what some... are some... Yeah, what are some stuff that, like, when you made the documentary, like, that didn't make the final cut? So many things. Mm-hmm. So many things. Um, I mean, so great and powerful. Huh? Deleted scenes, bonus features. Yeah, I mean, Release so great and powerful is such a huge, like, such a huge, with, there's so much deep lore. I couldn't fit it all in. My main aim was for it to be a documentary you could show your parents and explain who SCAP is. Mm. I did Which that. means, yay. They so did I. I did too. And they, <laughs> and they looked at me like for for the months we were making the documentary. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, weirdo. Like, go out to your tiny house in the backyard and do whatever." <laughs> and then they saw that documentary and they're like, "Oh, th- this is a thing." <laughs> yes, it's real. Take me serious. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it turned so, out really good. Thanks. So I wanted it to be like accessible. Um, so we had to explain what the Brony fandom was, and 
um, that means we had to leave out a lot of stuff that would just take too much explaining. Unfortunately. Yeah. You need a um, bit of backstory for quite a few things. To be there yeah. in 2012, 13. Yeah. Um, one thing I really wish I'd left in was Pinkie Pie Square, the musician, because he was like the main inspiration, I believe, for SCAP to get started. Yeah. Um, and right now, the top comment on the documentary is calling me out for leaving that yeah. out. Uh, that I, too. I feel so bad. <laughs> When's yeah. part two coming out? That should be part the topic. Two. This, is part this two. podcast is part two. <laughs> this exactly. is the accompaniment piece to the documentary. The bonus this is the documentary's feature. little brother. Oh, exactly. We get to interview more people too. There yes. are like ten people who wanted to get interviewed for that documentary. And I, only, <laughs> I only did four. One people of, got mad. My neighbor. <laughs> Who got mad? Uh, I just remember people in the server being like, I wanted to be interviewed for the documentary. Like, yeah. You should have interviewed me. It's like. I remember I, <laughs> I was lurking. I didn't even have an account on Reddit. I was just lurking the Reddit because that was the only place I knew where other people knew about So Great and Powerful. So Same, yeah. I saw the casting call. I was like, I really want to do that. But I also have super high social anxiety, so I will not do that. Also, yeah. all these other people are commenting. They probably have way cooler stuff they can say. Oh, uh, no. Who knew that you would be the one of the most contributing members? That's not true, but I'm, to I'm glad that... As a whole. <laughs> no dumb dumb no it's very true no but like i i'm glad i i don't know got to help you i want to tell the story of how we met sure Can we do that fine <laughs> yes okay yeah whatever um we Just met yeah. quick <laughs> <laughs> Um, we met through me making the documentary. I wanted, um, I saw that uh, Idia did a, a speech on Sugar and Powerful and put it on the Reddit. It was a speech for school originally. And I, I didn't want to write a script for the documentary when there's a speech already there that I could use. But then I thought, it would be better to get that person's permission first. So I sent out an email saying, asking for permission to use the script. And I got, I was expecting just like a, yeah, go for it, whatever. But Adia offered so much more help than I expected. And we became best buds. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's the story. Yay! Yeah, I remember when I got that email, I was working at a coffee shop at the time, and I was not supposed to be looking at my phone. 
but I looked down at my phone at like <gasps> the I know. Ooh. I looked at like the title of the email and was like, what the crap? <laughs> and, like I just stared at my phone for a while, like not even caring that like my boss would catch me. I was just like, What is this? I wanna open it now. <laughs> And then, like, couldn't think about anything else until I clocked out. And then I was just walking back to my car, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so cool. It's the, the, the guy I saw on the Reddit. It's the guy. <laughs> it's the Reddit guy. It's the Reddit guy. Wow. I'm so glad you included your email. I'm, I can't remember where I found it. So it, I, it wasn't on Reddit. It was. So I had purged, like, all of my accounts from the internet at that point. Was uh, just flying wow. solo. I didn't have an account anywhere. But the So Great and Powerful archive, like, was in my bookmarks. And I would just refresh it, like, five times a week <laughs> to check for new stuff. This was before I knew there was a Discord. Um, okay. And I... I don't know. I was giving a speech at college and the Tumblr was accepting submissions. So I like included, it made you put in your email to include it if you didn't have a Tumblr account. Uh, so geez. that's why I was like, oh, I hope this doesn't bite me in the butt someday. I hope somebody doesn't email and was like, actually, that's super inaccurate and you suck. You know? Yeah. But then it Daniel did bite you in the butt. <laughs> Well, I look back and read that okay. Yeah, now. (laughs) Like I look back and read it and it was so inaccurate. Like it was supposed to be uh like uh written to be five minutes, three minutes or something like that. You know, the intended timeline for Daniel's original documentary and like it just sucked. It was really bad. (laughs) I'm glad we didn't use that for Whatever. Thanks, Daniel, for telling that story, I guess. Yeah. Um, we ended up changing it a lot. But what I liked about the script was your the audience was people who wouldn't necessarily know about the My Little Pony fandom. And how would you explain So Great and Powerful to like people without background knowledge? Um, so I don't know who bron- what bronies are. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I reached out to you specifically. Aww. I remember <laughs> seeing a tweet um, when Jenny Nicholson made her video recently on the Brony fandom. She made like a, a pretty cool video, like a retrospective of the whole fandom. Someone <laughs> tweeted, um, I didn't know that there was a Brony music scene. Um, and like quote tweeted like the video and I just thought like wow there are people that don't know that there is like a scene for fan music (laughs) like I just assume that everyone knows that because like most everyone that I talk to every day knows that but there are people that don't know that and it scares me (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. And you know what's crazy um, is that there's, it's like, My Little Pony music has made its way onto TikTok. 
Really? Um, I was I overheard my roommate watching TikToks once, and the Living Tombstone remix of um, Discord Pinky's Brew actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jenny talked about that in her video. Oh, she did. I yeah, haven't seen did. it yet. Oh, she talked about that specific remix being on TikTok. I think TikTok. she was talking about the... I don't think it was Pinky's Brew. I think it was the other song. Gypsy um, Bark? Yeah. Yes. Oh. It could have been both. I mean, they're both similar. Yeah. I think it, it was the other one because they were getting flack for using that word mm-hmm. in the song. And I think that's why she brought it up in the Brony video. As far oh, as okay. I know. Oh, yeah, it's the the word is in um, Pinky's Brew, too. Really? Watch as it work my gypsy man. <laughs> I have yeah, in a man. That, that's the stuff. My favorite remix of that is Cats Millionaires, though. Not that I'm biased, but that has the best remix. They did the best I remix. I feel like I've heard that, but I can't. Like, I haven't heard of that. I will send that to you. Please do. Okay. I remember doing a deep dive into uh, Debbie's discography, like, I think probably like 2015. Just downloaded like everything and uh, listened to a lot of it. But I don't know. I haven't re listened to much of that. I only pick and choose from the classics. <laughs> Like, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Which is a banger. Oh, like, the one that's so great and powerful was in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the one legit yes. song on Spotify. With Ascap's name in it, yeah. Yeah. Fun fact of the day. When if you see Ascap to... on streaming services, it's not him. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it is, but... It's it's the music, but it's not the. If you stream it, that money's probably going to. Uh, um... Somebody who isn't a scap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Someone who isn't a scap will get the Bobby. money. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby will get the money. <laughs> <laughs> I am secretly uploading a scap songs and discography you are to secretly Spotify. so great and powerful secretly i am escap this, <laughs> this is just a fact bobby is your middle name your first name is so great and powerful yeah i Her thought bobby name was escap's child <laughs> <laughs> is that the lore i forget that's probably the lore oh I think that yeah is. That was a running joke that you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. David's child. Because we started saying like David Escap as a joke because we thought it was really funny. <laughs> um, just to like say that as like a name. <laughs> yeah. David Scap. Yeah, David Scap is also just as funny if you pronounce it that way. Um, <laughs> David is like SGAP Discord. is not very funny, but David Escap is hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> this is like pre me Discord jokes that I yeah. just oh, yeah. uh I remember when 
the delete escap stuff happened mm-hmm. like when that dropped like when that updated right away i like posted in the skype group um just memeing on it immediately <laughs> saying you like what? delete this delete that <laughs> like oh Escap wants me to delete this i'm gonna do it guys like post screenshots <laughs> like, I don't, like you were joking uh, about it i'm like right on it like immediately on it <laughs> um, i cannot believe this I, that was before i was in a skype i know i know bagel has the full skype logs of that group chat oh so um, i think some of that can be dug up um and i don't know there was definitely a culture back in the skype days when it was less there was moderated culture. yeah it was crazy skype culture the skype group chat culture that's a mix with sgap was just complete bliss it was a uh, peak internet right there I joined in like just as it was ending like, a few months before. Right, I think I remember that. And now, uh, if you join the SCAP Skype groups, which are still up for some reason, oh. they're infiltrated by tons of bots. Um, Why is it still yeah. up? Did the bots just discuss <laughs> SCAP? I mean, Skype Have they group been chats? left alone and grown sentient and they just discuss their favorite track from the standard <laughs> model? You can leave Skype group chats, but I don't think you can destroy them. I think like they don't die until everyone leaves it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's why they still exist. And people like me who are just curious to see what happens just have not left because I never go on Skype and yeah. I don't get the notifications. But I'll log on like maybe once every like six months to see what's going on Skype and <laughs> just see bots taking over the album work chat of the canceled uh, Sorry 52 sequel, which should still happen. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. I tried to take that over and uh, actually make a real collab album, but like, no one was <laughs> no one was interested. <laughs> no one wanted that to happen. I think Ember started one of those too. So did, did Kylie. You? There's been like uh, a lot of these things started that uh yeah. have not made it past the drawing board, but that is just how these things go. And that's like just normal for yeah. things like that. Yeah. Speaking of, what do you think about Escap deleting all of his stuff? Um, status update. Currently, the only thing that is up is the Captive Unicorns YouTube and Twitter, which have nothing on them. And those are the only things uh. that are still up. Like, even the uploads are deleted? Yeah, uh, the Captive Unicorn songs, uh, I think they might just be unlisted. Uh, I think they might be deleted now, though. I could be Like, we put in notice. They are deleted okay. or privated. It says video unavailable when you go to them. So, yeah. yeah. Point is, Escap deletes his music. 
what are your thoughts on that? Has it affected you? Elaborate. How much okay. did you cry? When he told you to delete SCAD. <laughs> How many Okay, well, like show? I said, I actually discovered him, like, pretty oh, much yeah. after all of that. Like, late 2016 right. was after even the delete SCAD happened. You were there for um, Mirrors for Princes, though, right? Yes. Yeah. And he deleted those. Right. So my perspective was like just kind of looking back on something that the artist specifically said we shouldn't look back on. And for me, that added a lot of intrigue to the music because I felt like, oh, I shouldn't be looking at this. Like, oh, this is kind of private, isn't it? But I can't help it. It's really good music. Right. <laughs> and that, I think, contributed a lot to my fascination with, with artists and I think with the music. He, yeah. he either doesn't like the songs and then gets embarrassed and deletes them, or it's the most genius marketing tactic of all time. Both. And he wanted to create a cult of fan base <laughs> by there are taking away all of the like art from everyone. But I think that's a bit far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I have talked to people who believe that. But... <laughs> um, the SCAP conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Um, who believe that it's kind of a, a tactic to get attention. Um, I think my dad said that when I was trying to explain SCAP to him. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Couldn't it be just a tactic to get an attention? I would assume um, that it's probably not. Um, but I would right. entirely rule it out <laughs> as a possibility. Yeah. I'll entertain it. Yeah, I think it doesn't fit with the the whole vulnerability thing that we were talking about. Right. Because what's much more likely in my opinion is that he just has some kind of anxieties. Um, probably shouldn't yeah. speculate too much. I shouldn't be <laughs> laughing, but I'm thinking yes. of that one comment on the documentary, like somebody left like does is so great and powerful depression. <laughs> Like... <laughs> that's a good comment yeah. <laughs> I don't know but replace that with anxiety yes probably yes yeah. and that's okay and I have a hot take I Let's think hot take spit it out it's a hot take time um, my hot take is I think overall, I think it's better that Sugar and Powerful deleted the music. Because, I mean, like, anxiety is a real thing. And if it really helps this, like, artist deal with the anxiety, I think we should just best leave it alone, you know? Like, not, not try to. Um, 
like force him to like not delete stuff or, or whatever. I mean, fame. We're okay with him deleting it so long on so long as we can archive it. Yeah, sure. I mean, okay. archiving is inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he has a right to delete stuff. Um, and it. I mean, I understand that fame is like really anxiety. Um, making a lot of anxiety comes from fame. That's what I try to. Yeah. Right. Uh, even on a small level, like internet famous, but you know, like nobody should have to deal with fame on a, a grand scale. Like, I often feel really bad for celebrities because of that. Like, just being in the spotlight is is really terrifying. I think um, he's very specific in the sense that he doesn't have a lot of high quality versions of his songs like in the first place. And most of it is just um, really low quality stuff and like it's all deleted. So it's just it's kind of mysterious, like looking back at all of this stuff. And I feel like. Um, if he hadn't deleted his work, you know, like it would definitely have gotten like a lot more views on YouTube and stuff and like a lot more attention oh, if you, you leave imagine? it up because, you know, that's how, that's how it works. And I'm, I'm sure it would have blown up because I know everyone who listens to like Pogo and likes that stuff, which is like millions of people. I know that they would like love Escap if they heard the songs, but like it's very inaccessible because it's all re-uploads like archives it's hard to find a lot of his best stuff um you know talking about mirrors for princes and like you know the new stuff it's like hard to (laughs) it's hard to get on purpose and i think um yeah you know it might be anxiety but it might also be like the rejection of of exposure and fame and like Maybe he only wants uh, a small audience. Or maybe he doesn't want an audience at all, and that's why he, uh, you know, says peace out for like six years. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. That's my theory. That is a very compassionate take. Thank you. Now I was talking to Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're similar ideas though um and yeah i would much rather believe that theory than the conspiracy right i am not an escap conspiracy theorist i promise fbi what do you identify as for escap (laughs) what do you mean Escap Discord mod. I'm Escap's Escap child. If you're es- not, I'm Escap's son <laughs> and daughter. That's true. That's true. <laughs> At the same time, I'm Escap's um, DJ that he hires to DJ weddings. I just DJ weddings, actually. <laughs> Um, that's nothing to do with that's good. I can see you doing that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I could though. Yeah, I could probably do it. 
I would play SCAP. <laughs> I would play uh, E40 <laughs> on the dance floor, and uh, they would do the the first dance. <laughs> My gosh. I wonder if Escap's ever been played at a wedding or ever will be played at a wedding. He'll be played at my wedding for sure. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what song? Now I'm curious. RDRA, of course. It's for oh, hell yeah. Uh... That's actually such a good idea. Oh. <laughs> the greatest love song of the 21st century. It's true. Uh, or, it true. actually, um, Scrimshaw is actually really romantic, too. Scrimshaw is really, really good. And I want more music. Yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, if you're listening, please. Please. Bruh. Put it on media fire. I don't care. I don't care if it's 128 kilobits per second. I just want more bangers. We've had a sucky 2020. It's the least you can do. I mean, he did already give us those two great songs. It's yeah. not enough. It's never enough. <laughs> it's to, never to enough. Feed, never. To, <laughs> it's never enough <laughs> to satiate my escap addiction. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need it in my blood. That's why I listen okay. to Okay, we were joking about it earlier, but I, I legit cried when he deleted stuff. Oh, like, really? I was a mess for weeks. Yeah. Really? That's terrible. Oh. I, like, immediately... And you immediately did not like let it affect so anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure everyone in the server was not going to let it affect them, because I was oh. like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> Like, oh. don't let him say delete stuff. That's dumb. You're not gonna. What? What can you do? He's not gonna have access to your hard drive. He doesn't know if you deleted it. I never deleted my SCAP collection. No. Does that make me a fake fan? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm surprised <laughs> that it touched you that much. Maybe yeah. Sometime. Interview idea. Yeah, whatever. I definitely would like you to to talk about that. Yeah, in the in the idea. I don't interview. have any cool things to say. Daniel's way do. cooler. Yeah, of course you're way you, yeah. cooler. Literally, no, anybody no, 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 no. can have a cooler take. No, 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 no. I need to hear well, about this. This. Well, uh... have a turn. You want to hear about exactly how many tears were poured? <laughs> yeah, I want to know the count. Okay. Of tears. Yeah, yeah. How many milliliters? <laughs> Sorry. That is a word I have not heard in years. Oh, yeah. Is that what they use in Hong Kong? required to know what that yes. is. It's cool. <laughs> is it actually? How many... Yes. <laughs> we don't use Imperial here. <laughs> I haven't I haven't used anything else unless I'm in science class. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. How many ounces then? Ounces. I still I'm American, I don't even know how much that is. It's like uh 
six ounces. That's like two cups, I think. I, I don't actually this know. This is a right. really interesting topic. <laughs> <laughs> One of my wacky ideas is to do an escape talk about show. favorite food. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what's your favorite food, Daniel? Yeah, no, that wasn't the question. I wanted to ask him. Be quiet. I wanted to ask you at the beginning of the document. No, not that. I'm sorry. It's late. Um, I wanted to ask you after you introduced yourself what your favorite bubble tea was. Bubble tea flavor, bubble tea variety, sinkers, tea base. We wanted to start every podcast episode with the interviewee answering a surprise food question. So answer right. it. We were going to do By that. By me, it was me. I decided that. I actually wrote it. Uh, it was me. Uh, I like <laughs> not me. will not be returning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Never mind. Okay, everybody, what's your favorite kind of bubble tea? I like the but standard Daniel. black tea. Model. Oh. The standard Fair. model. Okay. I like the standard model. Uh, um, standard model. I like the standard black tea mm-hmm. with um, the herbal jelly. Oh. Um, herbal, herbal jelly? jelly? What the hell is that? Do you not have that in America? What? Maybe it's called something else, but like, what is that? Um, it's, it's like black jello made of herbs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's yummy. It's, yeah, it's really soft. Um, it's supposed to be medicinal. I want that. Yeah, it sounds tasty. It's good. I you ever had a uh, milk tea? Yeah, that's what bubble tea is, isn't it? Milk tea. Traditional bubble tea is doesn't have to be. Yeah. Oh, I've never had bubble tea without milk. Really? Americans have done some stuff to bubble tea. Uh oh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. But I know it's supposed to be milk tea. Sorry, Daniel. (laughs) Sometimes it's just fruit and tapioca. What? No. Yeah. I've legit seen like stores with smoothies and you could get sinkers in it. It's yeah. It's not tea. It's not tea. <laughs> it's America. Nope. Uh so that I thought your explanation would be a lot longer. Yeah. What it was uh, milk tea, tea you said? Yeah, it's like it's black milk tea with um oh black milk with herbal jelly. Okay, what about you, Bobby? Uh, oh, so yeah, this is the matcha one count. <laughs> Whoa, I've never heard that before. You have like never the green tea, tea, green tea matcha one. Sinkers. I like the tapioca. Cool. There's this place nearby where you can get hot matcha tea with tapioca so it's like a hot tea but it has tapioca in it and it's real it's good weird. wouldn't that like melt in no the tea? no it's actually dope 
<laughs> they're like re they become really really squishy and it's like you're uh sucking in and eating one of those like things from uh spirited away oh you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah it's awesome <laughs> the fuzz, uh, all things, yeah yeah i haven't been there in a while though we just had a bubble tea place kind of make its mark here i don't know like before bubble tea was only a thing you could get like if you went to like the city but like yeah. just recently we had a bubble tea place open up nearby that now that covid's a thing like their thing is they do doorstep boba <laughs> and like every like one day a week they rotate like which towns they're delivering to. So like this day they're delivering to this town and this day they're delivering to this town. And that's their entire business is just delivering bubble tea. Wow. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. I would like some doorstep boba. Yeah. What's your favorite kind though? I gotta know. I wrote this down. I have a list of all my favorite things. On my iPhone, and I just—I got that on my it. website. You—you <laughs> you have a—I shouldn't be surprised that you have a website. Sweetbellday.com/boby. Oh, it's my website. Okay, I have written down that I. Mm, never mind, that was not very specific. Um, so I also like the milk tea variety, and anything. Anything herbal, anything floral based, uh, taro, I like the, you know, the yam, the Thai tea, anything weird, anything you wouldn't be able to order from a restaurant anywhere else normally. Like, I like yeah. stuff I've never had before. You like, like weird foods? Yeah, I like weird food. That you ever eat a frog? No, we're talking about bubble tea. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. And bubble tea is, I mean, at least where I live in the U.S., is one of those weird foods that people are like, huh? You drink and eat? That's disgusting. And they're just weird. But, oh, that's uh, so funny. Anime. It's, still a, new, it's yeah. still a new thing in some places. Well, it's Sorry. Maine. We're basically Canada. Like... <laughs> We live in the woods. Um, yeah. And uh, for sinkers, I like lychee and, you know, tapioca and aloe. It's like gooey and cool. What? Yeah. They got like that in my shredded aloe. I know, right? <laughs> Have you ever had like aloe drinks at the store? Like you see them at the supermarket and there's just like aloe chunks in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my it's god, like those that. are delicious. Yeah. I love them. I haven't had one of those in a long time. They have we those at the Japanese marketplace near me. <gasps> really? Yeah, they have a lot of different drinks. Rad. We should all get like an aloe drink and then like Yeah. We're <laughs> We're We <laughs> 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 should... that's it. End of sentence. <laughs> we should all get an aloe drink and like yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drink it next time we record a podcast. Yeah, that. That would be the best thing. The funniest running joke is 
the aloe. We're all, all drinking aloe the whole time. Yeah. And that's hilarious. Top. Because you said it is. Okay, cool. How would you describe the escap genre? Um. Oh. Tough one. Give me a moment. Are you like looking up his write up on some website? No. You have to Google it. I saw one that described him as IDM, and I was like, mm. some have sort said of. that. Who said IDM, that? Like, yeah. Some have said that. Like, I've seen that in scattered places. Yeah, scaps. Scap spans multiple genres. We all know that. Yeah. It's like folk yes. music. It's electronic. It's plunderphonics. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Overall, I don't really think too much about the genre when I'm looking. It's just, just crazy weird electronic music. Yeah, that's a good answer. Non-binary. <laughs> yeah. Non-binary music. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. He sits between a lot of. Uh, it doesn't really fall into any categories. Right. I agree with the uh, the folk part and the plunder phonics. Even though I don't like that word. Just because it's... Why? Just, I hate to say it. I don't know why. Okay. It's just an irrational hatred. But I like all I like the genre a lot. Like Sora is good. Pogo's good even if he's an asshole. Um <laughs> Yeah. Bobby's and... hot take. <laughs> I don't all, think saying Pogo's are, an asshole is a hot take. <laughs> he's he's if you if you listen to to like anything on him, you know, you can decide yeah. for yourself. Yeah. We can look up the controversy some other time. No, I'm just like poking fun at the fact that he also called. Uh, oh yeah, it's yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, or to be honest, I don't think he's actually an asshole. Probably. <laughs> that oh, is my. That is my 2020 asterisk. <laughs> Uh, okay. That is my 2020 update. Like, uh, wait, the life of no, Pablo. The dog came out in 2020. You have to wait like a my... month or so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Say that. We'll just release this in 2021. No. And then it will be my 2021 hot take. Or I'll just post it on Twitter in 2021 and say the same hot take, and then that'll be my 2021 hot take. Recycle. Sounds good. Good plan. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you guys want to take a quick break and then we continue? Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. I like it. Um, I'm, I'm uh, so sorry. I feel like 
Daniel is just like forced to put up with the fact that I like Cats Millionaire. He's like, so great and powerful, such a vulnerable singer, and it means a lot. And I'm like, I like this one because it sounds like me screaming mentally, and I really resonate with that. Yeah. Cats Millionaire. What? Her music is is for a different mood, yeah. But yeah. I, I do enjoy her on occasion. Certain occasions. Yeah. When I'm feeling really bad about myself. <laughs> right. That's that is definitely when I go oh. to her music the most. I I go the other way. When I wanna feel like I'm gonna punch someone or like I wanna feel <laughs> infused with power i listen to their music right i notice myself listening to like her and uh like death grips in similar moods because like (laughs) death grips makes you feel chaotic and like you want to mosh and fucking just (laughs) i'm gonna cut all the swords don't worry (laughs) mosh and destroy it something <laughs> and sometimes cats millionaire makes me feel the same way yeah. um but just like a lot cuter <laughs> to listen to you know it's cuter yeah it's more of like a juxtaposition with like the scream sometimes there's like playful instrumentals right next to screaming and stuff but mm-hmm. i like it i like a lot of the cats millionaire stuff yeah hmm. There's one more story about my experience with Scap. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, but I don't know like what context to bring it up. In, I guess just bring. It okay, up just it. this is the context. Okay, so uh, one thing about uh, Scap, I guess it ties into the fact that he deleted most of his music. Um, it feels incomplete in a lot of ways. Like, a lot of the songs have, like, sudden endings. Um, and it always makes me feel like there's something else there. So, you know, it's hard to, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So, at some point when I was, like, listening to every single there's always one more clip. There's always, like, one more snippet that, oh, I haven't heard this yet. Mm-hmm. Nearing the end of that, I realized if I all this music, there's got to be nothing left. Right. So I decided to deliberately not listen to one of those songs ever. I did that too. (laughs) Really? Oh, really? I did that too because I was like, this is all gone and he's never going to come back. And I need to have like one song for when I like my life is over and I need to like, it's like new, so great and powerful and I'll feel awesome. That's actually so so sick. (laughs) I want to hear your songs. Which ones did you do it for? Which one did you do, Daniel? The morning and the morning and okay. Okay. (laughs) This is like, I feel like I've seen other people talk about this in the discord too. Like, Oh yeah, I've never heard that one. Like, I think it's just a thing. What is yours? Do you have a specific one? Yeah. Uh, so it's RD slash RA. Really? And, yep. It's that one. Wait, what? 
because everybody likes it. And I was like, oh, it must be really good. I You've never heard it? it? No. What? Like, <laughs> wait, and are you talking about like, like the original version or like one of the snippets? Uh, all of them. What? What? Yeah, because okay. everybody really likes it. And I was like, oh, well, then this oh. is the one I should save. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. And um, up until recently, also, it was E40. But when I got the CDs with S2, I was like, oh, crap, there was another S2 song. <laughs> so yeah. that was a delightful surprise. <laughs> E40 is amazing. Uh-huh. As is all of us, too. But you don't have a song like that? Like, you've heard all of them? I've heard everything. Okay. <laughs> as far as I know. Um, all right, normal person. <laughs> even the the weird Tumblr snippets and, like, Young Thug remix... Or maybe it was the Lil Uzi. No, I think there was a Young Thug remix and a Lil Uzi Vert mashup. Like, yeah, there's a lot of real deep cuts, <laughs> and I've, I think I've heard everything. Um, Wait, the Young Thug remix that was um, Nearest for Princes, right? Or is I think there another so, yeah. one? I think so. What about the okay. one that Captain <clears throat> Unicorns deleted off of Twitter? Did you hear that one? I think I, I think I did, unless. That was the one that no one archived. That was, that was the, the one, one that no one archived. If that was the <gasps> one that no one archived, then yeah. no. I didn't know that existed. Oh my god. So there's yeah, yeah. there is one thing <laughs> that he tweeted on the Captive Unicorns Twitter, and I think it w was like a little Uzi Vert mashup or something. I think uh, Violet, bless her soul. <laughs> listens to it <laughs> before uh -huh. it was deleted and was the only one to have heard it. So she oh like can God. describe what it is <laughs> but it's gone. Yeah, It's just gone. No one that archived it. That makes me so... Um, I don't know and what I saw the feel. notification for it. I saw that because I had notifications and I saw the notification for it. I don't know why uh -huh. I didn't click it. I don't remember why I wasn't there for it or didn't view it right away. I think I assumed it was going to be archived, and then it was—it's just gone. Oh. So. Yeah. I wonder how long it was up. It was just like a couple minutes. Probably Maybe. like a, a minute. That's like, insane. <laughs> that's some SCAP lost media. Who knows if there's other SCAP lost media that no one just caught? Because I, I know, know right? that there's some stuff on the tumblers that were only put up for a few minutes and then taken down or something like that, like for <laughs> Mirrors for Princes, incredible. I think. Uh-huh. I know there's been like Daniel's some extreme excited. limited release stuff yeah. and like there might be stuff out there that was available and isn't anymore that just no one saw. Um, wow. I it's totally possible. Excited. You're excited for... to not have it? <laughs> I, I'm just excited it's out there. I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. I don't know if it's out there, but it might be. I'm excited that it's not out there. It's <laughs> on a media fire somewhere. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing like... Um, Seawinkle was like 
supposedly the first of three. And yeah, it was. I feel like there might be like yeah. work in progress versions on some of these hard drives somewhere. I'm sure there are, and I'm sure there are for Unmakeable Love. I'm sure those exist. I'm sure there are hundreds of SCAP project files that will never see the light of day. And that's just the hard truth. Yeah. Lame. It's weird. I don't think about this with other artists. You know, like, I don't wonder if there's, like, unreleased Porter Robbins or something. Because oh, really? it's a different kind. <laughs> yeah, because, like, the released stuff, it, it, it satisfies me. But there's something right. that's very powerful, like eternally unsatisfying in a good way. Like right. it always makes me want more. Definitely. It Which is makes funny. makes sound like really selfish, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, it's good. Like, we I don't want know what it. it is. There's like a constant, like, feeling of needing more uh, I don't really feel that with anything or anyone else right odd <clears throat> feeling yeah that's my story I haven't heard a morning out okay that was wow. that was the one thing you were like yeah that's I want to bring that up I forgot we were we're gonna do that oh what's your least favorite song <laughs> Oh, it's never, never, never. Mm-hmm. That one's cool. terrifying. It's like, and it doesn't fit at all with my idea of so great and powerful. It's like, pure. it's like, this song about BDSM. <laughs> That's just that is just an interpretation of what it could be about. I don't know. Okay, that's like a, you know what it's about. Feels like uh, feels like that's what it's about. People who defend it say it's a murder song, like a song about murdering. That's not much of a defense. It's uh, So Great and Powerful's take on Cupcakes, the fanfiction. <laughs> Popular yeah. trend at the time for brony artists to make okay, songs sure. based off that. <laughs> I'm joking. Either way, it, it doesn't fit with my idea of him, and that's why it's my least favorite. <laughs> I liked that one. I really like it. I know other people don't <laughs> like it for that reason, but I like dark stuff, and I liked seeing him experiment with that. I think it's really catchy. <laughs> and okay. trippy. But I it get like it. like I'm at Escap Woodstock when I listen to that song. Woodstock? Escap Woodstock. Oh, yeah, because Psychedelic Brony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Psychedelic Brony. My gosh. What a legend. These are names I have not heard in years. At least uttered out loud ever. (laughs) Daniel. Uh Do you have any recommendations for music that sounds like Escap? Um... Yeah, I think there's different I mean you could you could do different things like say songs with similar genres like Cubisato, Japanese 
uh, Plunder Phonics artist. Did you hear uh, Daniel say that, Obi? Did you hear him say that word? I did. Did you? I yeah. heard it. Sorry, just had to say it. <laughs> I definitely heard it. So I feel like, yeah, Kibisato has a similar style. Um, the thing about like looking for is it doesn't have that same vulnerability. It's I true. feel like Sigur Ross, Icelandic rock band, has some of the similar like feelings. You guys heard of Sigur Ross? Yeah, the new album by Jonesy is really, really good. Yeah. Cool. Well, I haven't heard of it, but I've heard of them. Yeah, so similar Definitely. feelings there. Yeah. Very similar for sure. Like, they both got male singers with effeminate voices. Right. I think that, that does it for me. <laughs> Sweet. Good wreck. Uh, what are your feelings on the SGAP community? Hmm. Um, it's actually a huge part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like the server, especially right now, and I can't have social interaction anywhere else. I feel like the SCAP server is like the majority of um, where I get social interaction. So yeah. I feel like it's it's my comfort place. It's my home. Definitely. It's definitely comfy as hell. And Hell's not very comfy. But yeah, comfy, it's comfy. as an SCAP track. Yeah. Aww. Sometimes yeah. we get in call and listen to SCAP songs. And it's Dude. dope. And we sing along. Yeah, that's happened multiple times. <laughs> Sometimes when we're all in call, we, we just talk about SCAP and we're like... I want to listen to that right now. And we do. And then you hear the glorious half second delay of everyone singing the yeah. song and call. And uh -huh. um, it's just great. It's just one. It's just, it's just so great. And. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've have, have yet to experience that. I haven't sung. <laughs> I haven't listened to Scap and Call before. It's fun. Especially for standard model. Toasterless. Shout out to Toasterless. He can do some real good standard model song impressions for the vocal chops. For real? In uh, like all in? <laughs> he just does the whole thing. <laughs> He goes like, no, you do it. You commit. You started this impression. You end it. No, it's over. <laughs> it's hard. Mm. Yeah, it's fun though. I I def uh have been hanging out in the server a lot lately, and it is fun. We're trying to get more people in voice chat more. Because it's been like the same, I think, like six or seven people in voice chat only. And we want more yeah. members. 
Yeah, I'd like to join a Minecraft game sometime. You should. We we have a survival server right now, and we also play Bed Wars. <laughs> and sounds good. Yeah, it gets really crazy. It's fun. And cool, Jackbox cool. sometimes. Yeah, Jackbox. Escape Quiplash. <laughs> Every time my friends ask me to play Jackbox. The SCAP server is already playing, and I'm like, ah, I had plans. I'm so sorry. It's almost Dang. as if everybody's free on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard well, to pick and choose between friends. Yeah, it's hard Oof. for sure. Well, when you because... say it like that, it's tough. <laughs> Like, when it's 5 p.m. here, it's, like, midnight for people in the UK. Yeah. And it's 5 a.m. for me. Right now? No. No, when it's 5 p.m. there. <laughs> Rise and shine. Is that the same with daylight savings? Oh, no, actually, I'm 13 hours ahead of oh. EST now. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. You're 13 hours ahead of EST. Yeah. Do you want to know how I calculate uh, EST no. in my head? No. no. Okay. <laughs> no, go on. Uh, I think about the time conversion that we have to do for sweet building because we post everything oh, in really? ET. Yeah, so uh -huh. I think like, okay, when it's midnight here, what time is it for sweet building? <laughs> like, and then I figure it out. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. When it's 10 here, it'll be 11 there. And that's EST. <laughs> that works. If it works, then yeah. Maybe you should have like a separate uh spot on this podcast advertising Sweet Bell Day. <laughs> yeah. People know what the heck that is. I won't I don't I don't wanna Hmm. I could do that. You can think about it. I'll leave my I think I'm gonna leave my website that I mentioned in the description. <laughs> okay. And that's on sweetbellday.com. So people can dig into that if they want to, and they should, and it's fun. Okay. And that's final. Okay. <laughs> nice. Adia, do you want to ask the last question? Uh, I asked out of the thing. You tell me what the last question is so that I can ask it. I'm sorry. It's, it's you're fine. I just it's, realized. It's why are you not over him, man? It's been like eight oh, years. Hey, Daniel. It's been mm -hmm. like eight years, man. Why aren't you over this guy? I can't let go. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> Specifically for Daniel, it's been like seven years. It's though. true. Well, like 2016? 
2013 is like seven years. 2016 is like four years. Four years as a stan. Seven yeah. years as a fan. You could as put a that lurker. on a resume. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout uh, out to all the lurkers a in the resume. I was a lurker for like four years. And now I'm like 40% active on the server. So that's my requirements for this position as moderator. Also, I'm a weeb. Oh, God. My SCAP resume would be <laughs> fucking massive. <laughs> that would be like a 100 megabyte PDF. Oh, man, the shit that I've done. Star Waver. Star Waver. Just that link <laughs> in your resume. I want to set the record straight. Star Waver is not by the real captive <laughs> unicorns. It was an April Fool's joke. Oh. And the... The... The, <laughs> the I in captive is an L. <laughs> Lowercase L. What? It's a joke, people. That's a scandal! It's a joke, guys. It's a funny April Fool's joke. It's not SCAP. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're mad. <laughs> In the comments. Thinking about that earlier today, like I could totally just like use L instead of uppercase I, and no one would ever know. Unless they ask Siri to read it. Right. That's the and that's the only way that that can happen. Or if you have a custom font installed. Oh, true. <laughs> Which has serifs. What's the good question. one? Yeah. What's the question? Oh. Why aren't I... you over him, nerd? Yeah, Dan, uh... why aren't you over him? Gosh, uh, I think, I mean, a lot of the stuff we talked about, I feel like already answers the question. Oh, okay. This feeling of like, I mean, I can recap. Maybe that'll be the first question next time. Like, bro, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Get over him. End of podcast. Yeah, it's just like the, a very unique feeling that I haven't heard anywhere else. Um, and also because I listened to it during such a difficult time, um, it, it's kind of become part of, part of my life history. I well think said. that that is very well said. And I know for me. I've listened to Escap songs so much that I know a lot of the tracks like in and out. So I can just like listen to them in my head and like I know like a lot of the lyrics and stuff and like I know that there's always Escap to come back to even if I listen to 100 Gex only for like a month. I'll always come back to Escap in the end. And that's been the case for seven years for me and Daniel. I yeah, mean, pretty much. 
Daniel, I don't know if you've stopped listening to, to him ever. <laughs> if you just keep keep it constant, but I don't know. No, I I haven't. I actually kind of stopped after I after the documentary came out. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of weird. Probably need like, a break. Yeah. Before we end it off, anything you want to say to Sgap? Or the oh. SGAP fans listening, or the people who just listened to this without knowing what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> the past like two hours. Anything. Um Yeah. Stay safe. Wear a mask and social distance, guys. We can get through this together. And maybe I'll go back to the US someday. But wow. Yeah, that's not a great idea right now. <laughs> but not now, Maybe yeah. Don't do Should probably chill in Hong Kong for a bit. Yeah. I think that's a good that's idea. That's what I'm going to do. Well, thanks you guys for listening to my podcast. My <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> I'll see you on the next SGAP episode. I'll see you guys on S3. No! SCAP's gonna release S3. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I think it is night's time for Adia. Yeah. And I think it is lunchtime for Danny L. Yeah. And I think this was very fun. I had a great time. Thank you for tolerating me for over two hours. That was great. (laughs) Really looking forward to the next one. Yeah, same. Thank you for all your help, Adia. I really appreciate it. 